Yes, sir. This is Two OGs, Two Old Guys. And we are now serving you episode 16 titled Little Ghetto Boy. Yeah, so 2OG, we back at it. And um, this episode was originally going to be called Little Ghetto Boy because basically I was going to give y'all a little more insight into me. Yeah, me, myself. You know, just to give some of the people some perspective and context as to why I paint or why my point of view is painted in uh, such a way, you know? Why I was formed this way as a as a young black boy growing up in the inner city, you know? In the midst of all the pitfalls and trappings that come along with it. Shit was stressful, man. It was, seriously. Seriously. Fucking stressful. Every day. Every damn day. I really think a lot of us that grew up in that environment... um, and I'm not being facetious when I say we 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 have PTSD, especially if you haven't dealt with it. We definitely do. That shit was traumatizing growing up in the 90s, being a teenager. Definitely. Especially if you was labeled a nerd or a square, whatever, you know. You you have one of those labels attached to you. Stressful. Like for for quick example, you know, I I, I only went to elementary school in Compton. Like, I grew up on the east side of Compton, um, but I only went to elementary school. I went to Kelly Elementary. Um, and my father concerned, rightfully so, mind you, you know, about the gang influence. Or maybe not so much the the influence, maybe that's the wrong word, but more like the the gang presence not only in the area but you know in the school the surrounding area of the school schools plural um and and you know maybe also feeling the Compton Unified School District was uh with all due respect Respect uh, less than adequate, perhaps, maybe, you know, uh, but, you know, with that being said, he sent me to school after elementary school 
in North Long Beach. Um, and I went to junior high in North Long Beach, but specifically in high school, though, because from then on, I went to school in Long Beach, but uh, my high school wasn't on the north side, but junior high was. But um, specifically, uh, I'm talking about uh, high school where I had to traverse. I don't even know how many hoods. Let's see if I was just just based off the ones I know, because I'm quite sure there probably were more. But, you know, I wasn't probably quite that aware. Like, you know, I was kind of like point A, point B type person, even as a teenager, you know, like football practice, late school, whatever I had to do. Like, you know, um, I'm not hanging out. I'm, I'm getting back to the house, you know, so whatever route or road I had to take to make that happen I was gonna do it head down like we going you know type thing so I would say you know just thinking back at least four that I know of four different hoods and I'm sure it was more I'm sure it was you know but the point is just that having to traverse a minefield of potential problems and altercations, you know, daily. And most most times I got lucky. Seriously, most most times I got lucky because, you know, I was a smart kid, so I could see a problem or and a situation brewing a lot of times before it even happened. So most times I got lucky. A few times. Uh, you know, not not so much. But even then, you know, I got I got passes. You know? What's a pass? A pass is when how can I put this? A pass is when somebody somebody when you when you're doing something or you're somewhere, you're out of bounds. Whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, I'm not even gonna get into specifics, but just just look at it like that like you're somewhere doing whatever whatever you're doing you could be not doing anything you could be minding your business right <laughs> you you definitely could be minding your business but you out of bounds you know you out of bounds somebody catch you slipping in essence you slipping and whoever catch you slipping gives you a pass you know what i mean like they let you Go about whatever your business and some most times they let you know like they giving you a pass, but you know, needless to say a pass is a pass. You get the pass, you keep on moving and you like, Whoo man, that was a close one. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> yeah, you know. But, you know, even those times, you know, I was I was given passes. So you know, I was just gonna talk about that or stuff like that. Um, that I was working on. Uh, I was actually working on it. Then the news of um, Slim 400 getting murdered broke. And I saw the tape, man. Like, yeah. I saw the tape. 
I really don't like watching stuff like that, you know, but I did happen to see it, and I'll be honest, um, I've never, I wasn't really a fan of or familiar with his music even, seriously, it just struck me so, it made me sad, it did, it really did, because I'm tired of seeing y'all die. I am. Seriously. Seriously, I'm tired of seeing y'all die. So senselessly, too. Senselessly. Uh, I don't understand why. So, you, we, we make slight adjustments, but little ghetto boy remains, you know, you can, you can aspire to be greater than your circumstances. I don't know if you know that. Many of y'all. I grew up on the east side of Compton, okay, and the north side of Long Beach, being lucky, seriously, a middle-class family with a mother and a, and a father, moms and pops both work, okay, seriously, essentially in the ghetto, being blessed and fortunate. But they ain't call me Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but they didn't. They call me corny. Mm-hmm. A nerd, a square. An L7. East Coast. Yeah, all of that. Because I didn't write about gangs. I read books. Actual books. I was smart. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I had some sense. Influential men in my life. In addition to my pops. Stepfather, mind you, okay? Which is something I've talked about in previous episodes. Specifically, episode 10. Bet ain't worth the hand. Okay? To be specific... You, you can go back and check it out. It's all connected. It's all connected. Episode 10. Bet ain't worth the hand. Okay? But thanks to my stepfather. I mean, I had a grandfather. I had uncles, big cousins, teachers. Who would definitely push me to become greater to become greater than my circumstance.
Ain't no sunshine or sob stories in the ghetto. None. It's no sob stories in the hood, right? Ain't no sob stories. You know why? You know why? Because, because it's always somebody with her sadder story. It's always somebody who had it worse. Who had it worse. Had it much worse. Yet, still overcame. For every Pookie and Ray Ray. <laughs> right? There's a Greg. Okay, there's a James. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a, a, a Brian. <laughs> Definitely. Who have had not by happenstance the ability to see beyond the immediate horizon, not by luck. Or chance okay it's because of male influence male influence in his life it's important you hear me it's important for young boys wait hold up let me rephrase that. It's imperative. It's crucial. Mandatory. Okay, it's necessary. This is how you learn not only to subdue, but to be guided or make decisions. Not based off your emotions. Emotions are temporary. Temporary. Okay? And decisions in the hood can have life-altering and in most cases life-ending consequences. Life-ending consequences. And it seems like we see this shit play out every day on TMZ. You know? It seems like daily, if not weekly, occurrences. You know? Pookie get famous. Okay. What you gonna do when you grow up and have to face responsibility? <laughs> I had to hit you with that. Like, 
Seriously, because that's like the coldest line to me in the entire song. That's one of the coldest lines in that entire song. What you gonna do when you grow up and have to face responsibility? I know I hit y'all with the Nate dog, okay? I know I hit y'all with the Nate dog. I know it was great. You know, I've been told that numerous times. Um, but it's more about um, the the context, not the delivery, okay? And for so many who didn't really have any real aspirations to make it outside of their said community, okay? Who didn't see any hope. Who didn't see the possibility of a different set of circumstances changing their life for the better for the better and so for many of us it comes through sports or entertainment specifically music you know I guess sometimes through Hollywood also And therein lies the conundrum. Because when one becomes successful at what point do you draw the line? At what point? At what point do we become um, even marginally profitable, self-sustaining. At what point do we draw the line to rep turf um, or parts of cities that we don't even own? We don't even own. Who sets the rules? Who sets the rules? Who respects the rules? Who's protected? Who's safe? Nobody. Nobody. You know, I said earlier in my monologue, you know, how I was working on an episode and it kind of like morphed into something else because because the news you know because of TMZ you know but it's it's kind of poignant because it it, it it begs the question it begs the question when is enough enough like how real can you be? What? Why are you obligated to be real? Keep it real. What does that even mean? When you become successful, then you go on. You do other shit. You move. You you get away. <laughs> like like for real. Seriously. Like it sounds. I don't even. I really don't even understand it. 
how you become successful and still feel the need to be in whatever situation or circumstance that was uh, prior to your success. Like, I actually would want to get as far away from that as possible. (laughs) As far away from it as possible. So, you know, it's not even sometimes, you know, I, you, you laugh to keep from crying. So it's not even funny. It's actually sad because I don't even get or understand the fixation with becoming successful, but still being in allowing yourself to be in certain situations to just be touchable. To be touchable. Like, why? Why? That's why you went through everything you went through to, to, to get to the level that you at is to be untouchable. So why would you remain touchable? And I could say numerous names that we didn't lost. And I feel like in some instances, we shouldn't even we, we sh- they shouldn't even be gone. Some of them, some of them in music, some of them not. I just don't understand it, though. Like, I really don't get it. What's wrong with playing it safe? Hmm? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Playing it safe. Huh? Keeping your distance. What's wrong with that? Somebody, somebody say what's wrong with that? Because the motherfuckers that do that be around. They live to be old. That's how they die. As old people. That's when it's cool to die. When you old, when you a grandfather, when you a great grandfather, and you got your grandkids and your uh, your daughters and all of that, that that's that's how you supposed to go. That's how that's the way it, you it's supposed to go down. Okay. So I don't know. It it just made the whole episode take a turn for me <laughs> it really did um i kind of found it ironic too especially since like i said i don't typically i don't watch those videos but um i happened to watch it i did you know in its entirety and it uh, made me sad so it struck me as odd that i was making the episode tall called little ghetto boy and uh this young man loses his life in such a um, horrific fashion. You know, I can only imagine his mother or father having to see that. Grandparents, people that love him, having to see that. But um, with all due respect, on the flip side, I would love to see my young brothers become successful and separate yourselves from all that negative shit. Get away from it. Get away from it. 
get away from it, man. For real, and I feel like y'all gonna still be here. Y'all gonna still be here. You gotta get away from it. No matter what. I don't I don't understand the whole keeping it real. I don't even know what that means. What is real? What is real? What what's that even mean? I'm gonna have to write that down. We're gonna have to make that episode. What's real? What is it? But yeah, pretty much. That's it. Yeah, so that's pretty much it, y'all. It wraps up another episode. You know, um, kind of took a little turn, made a little uh, self-course adjustment um, due to, um, you know, that news that I had shared earlier or what came over my radar when I was working on the episode. A little bit different type of episode than what I usually do. Um, for episode 16 but episode 17 be right back at it you know doing the same thing uh, like uh, we never miss the beat because the beat don't stop so you know um, I'm going to keep doing this thing and uh, hopefully y'all keep on checking for me and uh, I'm going to keep shouting out my folks uh, Dead Rabbits SC Podcast I need one of them jerseys uh, you know, number 32, you need to go ahead and make that available. How are we going to purchase those? And, um, uh, shout out to, uh, my, my sister. You can follow her too. Like for real, I want y'all to do that. Go to Instagram, follow my sister at CMZ underscore news at CMZ news. Okay. Cause, uh, <laughs> She be going live. She be trying to get me to come on with her, but uh, you know some of that, some of that, uh, that uh, it, Hollywood or entertainer stuff. Like I'm not really into. You know, I'm more about giving my commentary. That's what I want to do. You know, uh, but uh, but I might. You know, it's not rude out of the question. You know, but you know, y'all go ahead follow her over there. You can. Um, Follow the uh, 2OG uh, Facebook page. That's uh, just up. Uh, We got uh, Instagram coming, uh, YouTube channel coming. And uh, trust me, I'm going to keep you guys abreast uh, of those those, um, um, situations when they are clear. And uh, we have uh, somewhere you can add us at. I'm going to make it available. Okay, but for now, you know, um, keep on checking for us. Uh, The next episode is uh, coming the same time next week. And uh, two OGs, we out.